Hey everybody, welcome back to part two of the Youth Ministry Roadmap. And so if you haven't heard part one, pause, rewind, make sure to check out episode one of the Youth Ministry Roadmap, which is all about the discovery phase of youth ministry. So the Youth Ministry Roadmap from your friends at Youth Ministry Booster. I'm Zach, I'm Buddy Chad. We're talking about what it looks like to find your situation in youth ministry and what questions and challenges you need to address to get unstuck from wherever you are and to the place maybe that you want to be. Phase one was discovery. Phase two that we'll talk about today is build. And then phase three is develop. We'll talk about it in the next episode. And then after develop, it's scale. And then finally, succeed. And the five phases of the roadmap are discover, build, develop, scale, and succeed. And so today we're all we're talking all about what it means to build in your youth ministry. And this is not just a physical building. This is not just we're going to build as big as possible, but there is a tuned process of what it means to build. And so the key question that we're going to start with and end with is what will it take to make my ministry viable? And so just like we talked about in the episode before, whether you're new to a place and you're entering that past the first few months, the first year of your ministry, or if you've been somewhere for a while and are thinking about what it looks like to rebuild either all or part of your ministry, this is the phase where you're asking about viability. Will it float? <laughs> so we're going to use the boat metaphor a lot in this episode of building the ship as we're sailing it, but everything relates to is this going to float or is this going to sink? Because we want to build well so that later we can develop on top of it. So Chad Higgins, Take us away. Help us know more about the situation or the phase, the building phase in youth ministry. Yeah. You know, I think when we think about the building phase, um, while everyone may not have the same language, I think for most youth ministers, we live mainly in this building phase. And every once in a while, we'll lean over into the development phase. And, and I think it's really important that we, um, we break this down and we look at this building phase. Now, if you're a brand new youth minister at a brand new place, and I don't, when I say brand new, I'm not talking like years of ministry. I mean, like you, uh, maybe for you, you're brand new in that way, but you're brand new at a specific church, a new location. Um, you've already walked through this phase of discovery, asking all these questions. You've gathered all of the questions together, and now you begin this building phase. Or maybe for some of you, um, you're not looking at your entire ministry in a building phase, but you're just looking at a, one specific area, right? That you're looking at your small group ministry or your parent ministry and you're going, okay, we've asked the questions, how do we begin to build this into something that's actually like alive and happening and we can see it and touch it and all those right right because the whole thing you have to build it before you can evaluate it and then develop it and that's one of the things we want to talk about is youth minister we get it we 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 are we are shared in experience and shared in story we all love the taste of the new we all love the first parts of things and that's why this phase is so exciting but we are building with the idea of an end in mind. We are building with the hope that eventually whatever we're starting is at some level worth developing, which is why it's so key to do that discovery process and have some good questions 
answered so that we can begin this phase, this building phase, which starts for us with the values generated from those questions. When you asked about the thing that was most favorite or most important or most successful or the thing they never want to do again in the youth ministry, that was shaping and forming the values of that youth ministry. When you asked the senior pastor, what is successful youth ministry? And they gave you whatever that answer was, that is shaping the values related to the ways in which you will lead and shape this ministry. So take those answers and begin to discern, not don't hear lock-in, don't hear mission trip, hear them talk about the ways in which they want to hang out together, hear the ways in which they want to serve their city, or they want to travel and serve and see the rest of what God is doing in the world. Those are the values. A mission trip isn't the value. The value is we love to worship together. We love unplugged nights. We love to go on the hayride because we like having Saturdays together. You don't have to do the hayride forever, but what you do have to do is provide community outlets for these for these young people to hang out together. So Chad, we've got a list of questions. We've got answers. We're beginning to kind of parse through and separate and discern and see these values. What, what do we do with it? I got, I got a list of things that sound important. Uh, I listen to all the students, the stakeholders, the parents. What do I do now? Yeah. Once we have this foundation of our vision, mission, strategy, right? That is very much a part of this building phase. And it would be the first part of every single youth minister's building phase, right? If you're new somewhere, do not begin to build anything, right? I know that there are going to be Wednesday nights, right? That we're doing and all those kind of stuff, right? (laughs) Sure. Before we can lay out all this, But before you really start to like root down into something and go, all right, this is who we are and this is what we're about, make sure that you have a strong foundation of that because as you get further down the road, specifically um, in our next phase and you start evaluating and really looking at what you do and fine tuning and make it even better, um, you've got to know what you're about, right? Who your people are and the vision that God has given you to lead them forward. And so that's, that's for sure step one for everyone. But there are these six things that I want to walk us through that I believe that are part of every single building phase, whether it's from the ground up as a new student ministry or this is just one specific area. The first part that I want to talk about is the plan, okay. right? We've gathered the information. In your mind, you begin to work out the plan of what it will look like. You know oftentimes like we've we've heard the sayings right if you know if you're only given like two hours to cut down a tree right spend like you know an hour 45 sharpening your axe right um and, and i think that it's important that during this planning process that we look at it that way right that we take a lot of time for ourselves. we you know in our mastermind groups with Youth Ministry Booster, with other ministers that we're talking through these uh, big plans, we're getting feedback, we're hearing advice, we're reading, all those kind of stuff that we're beginning to come up with a plan um, that's really thought out and will really, really a lot of the details, right? And we have a lot of those questions answered. Um, because that's going to be really good for us as we move forward that we don't just walk into a room and go, Hey, we should do this. Right. right, right. And somebody goes, Oh yeah, we can't do that. We don't have the space. And then you're going, 
Oh, yeah, we really don't have the space, yeah. right? And so being able to plan that out, lay it out for yourself first and foremost, and to be able to go, okay, what does this look like? What do we need to do? So once we have that plan figured out, the next phase that we'll walk into is the write it out, all right? And I know, you're like, I don't like writing things out. I got it all up here in the noodle. Got it all in the roll of the decks up here. But here's what writing it out does. It commits you to it at a higher level. If you're just thinking of it and spitting it out and saying it, then you begin to like move and dart. Writing it down makes you commit to it at a certain level. It also does this. It's shareable. And so <laughs> what you've written down, you can email to one of the people that are on that prayer team from your hiring committee. You can share it with your mastermind at Booster so that they can begin to give you some feedback. Because if it's written down, people can review it and they can give you meaningful feedback instead of just, hmm, that sounds okay. Yeah. The other big thing that it does when we when we write it down um, is we're able to give it to our senior pastor. Yes. We're able to give it to our stakeholders, all of those kind of things. And here's what it communicates from the get-go. This is serious. It's well thought out. It's professional. Yeah. It's super easy to shoot down what seems to be a spur-of-the-moment idea. Yes. When someone hands you a really well-put-together, like, PDF document that has like color on it, right? And graphs and things a like title that. Title page. <laughs> Dude, I'm just telling you right now, you can put a pie graph on anything. It doesn't even have to relate to anything. People are like, there's a pie graph. Yep, 100%. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if we write it out, right, we get it on paper. One, it's going to help us through the planning process of that. Okay, so what what are we actually writing down, Chad? So that's one of the things I hear you talk about values. You're talking about a plan. So if I'm going to walk in with this multi-page document to my senior executive pastor or to email it off to my stakeholder team that has been praying for me, what all do I need to include? Yeah, so th the biggest things that you're going to be including in this writing down of your plan is this. Just a basic overview, right? Hey, here is what we're wanting to do. Here is why we're wanting to do it. Here's how it fits with our vision. Those are the big things that we want to write down, right? We're communicating from the base of our vision, mission, strategy of the why, right? We're answering that question, but then we're communicating why this is important and what it looks like. In that document, you're going to want to, you're going to want to walk through a lot of the logistical kind of things, okay. right? And, and so clear those out. A lot of the questions think through before you ever walk into that office and hand it to your senior pastor. What are going to be the questions my senior pastor is going to answer, ask? How much is it going to cost? All right. That, I need to write that down. Here's what I think it's going to cost. Where is it going to be? Oh, I think we can do this in the gym. I'm going to write it. It's going to be on the gym. We're going to use the gym on Thursday nights from 7 o'clock. I've already looked at the calendar. There's nothing happening on Thursday nights, 7 o'clock in the gym, right? It's going to work. All of those kind of things. And so we lay all of that out. We lay out the plan in that process. And I would even begin to write out, um, the the plan of action leading up to the event as well, right? Or the the program that we're starting or even the whole new ministry yeah. that we talk through, okay, not only is this is what we're gonna we're trying to build, here's the process that we're walking through up towards that. 
specific dates are crucial in this writing down process, right? Here's our launch date for this. Here's this team meeting. Here's this team meeting. That way, when you give it to someone, you're not having to go, hey, yeah, I'll I'll text you when the meeting is, right? All of that's already thought out. They can begin to plan for it. You've thought ahead of, of, of schedule and you're you're prepared for where you're going because it helps inform right that, that this is both a vision and a strategy. It's not just a big idea that you had that like hits you in the shower one morning or late one night over coffee, but you you've actually thought through this is a meaningful direction for both what our students and our church and what we as both like a staff and then what we see as kind of the future picture. This is what we value. This is where we want to go, and then also this is what it's going to take to get there. That's the strategy statement, and so. There's a process to even implementing those kind of strategy statements and having those kind of meetings on the agenda as part of this kind of packet that you put together, having it written out both, again, shareable, makes it real, and then also holds you accountable that, oh, I really did say those things. The next part of this building phase is this, casting the vision, all right? Up until this point, all you've done is plan it for yourself write it down, and now you're going to begin to cast this vision. Now, the process and who we cast the vision to is very, very, very important that we go in the correct order, all right? I've seen far too many people begin to cast vision with their group first, right? Right, right, right. And then all your people that are the closest to you are finding out information when everyone else is, right? And what's going to end up happening is this. You're going to share this great big idea with your large group or your entire church. And those people are going to begin to talk. Well, not every one of them are going to talk to you. They're going to talk to each other. And they're going to go to the person that they feel is most connected to your student ministry. And they're going to ask them. And they've just heard about it as well. So as you cast vision, I want you to think through that. Who do I need to share this with first? And what's the progression of how do we communicate what's happening and where we're going? The first person that I would recommend you you uh, begin to cast vision to is your senior pastor or your leadership above you, right? That That's the very first person that you lay out your plan to and you go, hey, what do you think of this? Does this fit where we're going as a whole as a church? Because if he says no, then that's where it stops, Right. And so from that point on, you begin to bring in your leadership team, your key students, um, and and on out, depending on the size of uh, the project and what you're building and all those kind of things. You know, some things don't take as big a vision casting. Some takes uh, a lot of time to do that. But we want to do that well, and we want to get everybody to understand the why and where we're going. That's good. Because the big thing that we're wanting to communicate in vision here is where we're going. It's so easy when people don't understand the why to get caught up on the small details. Hear me in this. It's so easy, right, to talk about how dumb the lock-in is or how much we hate this event. But when people understand the why behind it, right, then they can grab onto that and not just the particulars of the event, right? So we communicate the vision well. The next thing that we do is I think where oftentimes youth ministers start the process is we get to work, Yeah, (laughs) right? 
<laughs> we just get an idea and we go, Chad. I mean, we'll just we, right. again. We are proponents of building the ship as you as you sail it, but you've got to at least have the deck done <laughs> before you float. And sometimes we get caught up in just trying to stay busy and do the work and get stuff done that we didn't put in the right paces. Listen, before you paint the youth room that brand new bright yellow color, or before you rename a bunch of things and print a bunch of T-shirts. Give it some thought. Give it some vision. Help lay it out so other folks are bought into it because they want to help contribute and support it. So, but, okay, Chad, we've done all the right things. We've done it. Unleash us. Get to work. What are we doing when we get to work? Yeah. So depending depending on your project, depending on what you're working on, this is going to mean a whole slew of different things, right? There's no way that in in this small little podcast that we're ever going to cover what this work looks like for us. Um, but along the way, right? It's it's the, I mean, it's the sweat equity, right? If we if we're trying to launch this Wednesday night program, then and we've got a plan. It's been written out. We've cast the vision for it. This is the actual hey, writing of the talk, pulling the band together, painting the walls, getting the projector hung. Mapping right? the calendar, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is all of those things, right? And that oftentimes is the reoccurring thing for us, specifically if this is a program or an event that's ongoing, yeah. right? Then this is going to be continually like this work in progress that we're always coming back to the work, right? We're building it. It's happening over and over and over again. And, and here's what I want you to hear, um, really, really clearly, right? As we walk through this process that the development phase that's next, if we're not evaluating, right? We will always stay in this work process, yeah. right? Yeah. It may change. It may look different through the years. That doesn't mean we're developing it That's yet. That's right. That's right? right. All that means is we're rebuilding something different. Yep. And so we'll get into this work process. It's going to look different, whether you're talking big project, small project, whatever that looks like, but you're in that, that working phase of this building uh, project. So um, we've cast the vision. We've got to work. We've built it. It's ready to go. We've ironed out all the little details, Zach. We, we've, we've put things on the calendar. We've planned things in advance. If we're wise, we'll tap into some great resources. Uh, maybe there are events coming up that we don't have to plan all of it for and we can jump on board and we can add those to the calendar maybe there's some things that had already been planned that we can just go with for a while because listen we don't have to rebuild everything from the ground up uh this is a chance to bring in some really great curriculum uh we're big fans of what stuff you can use has done with grow because that helps to again we're trying to build the ship as we sail and having some other folks kind of pad that to pave that pathway is really important and so if you don't have some of these key tools to bring in bring them in again we are trying to make your ministry viable yeah. because if it's not viable we can't refine and develop it so we're just trying to get that hard work done so we can get to that next phase so whatever it yep. takes paint the wall name the youth group build the pallet wall or the chrome wall or the linen wall or the whatever you're going to do <laughs> but get the stuff pulled together make it viable make it happening so then we can begin moving to the other stuff once you've done a lot of that work, Chad, I'm excited for the next one. We get a bunch of stuff done. We're getting all put together. This is a really key piece. We don't always do this, but we need to do what? 
We launch Boom, it, right? the ship flies. We have, <laughs> yes, we actually have a launch. And this, this can be an exciting part of the process. I think this is part of once we've cast the vision, we've done the work to get it ready, then we have the excitement around the launch, right? Our students are excited. Our leaders are excited. We can, we can get some momentum going yes. in launches like this. And a lot of times we'll put in a lot of work. And we've put it on a calendar somewhere and we've hit it in some like announcements on Sunday morning, right? Like prepare for your launch, make it big, make it exciting, all of those kind of things that your people are going, hey, something's happening, yes. right? <laughs> well, because here's the danger, right? And for so many of our youth ministry friends that are living in this building phase, the thing about a launch is it puts a mile marker or a milestone in what you were doing because Yes, ministry friend, there is always more work to do, and much of the work is always incremental, but sometimes we just need to drop a pin and be like, you know what, this August, next January, in three weeks, we are counting down to something happening, whether it's the name change or the new program or the new small group or middle school or high school ministry, we need to set some markers so it doesn't always just feel like the churn, because if we actually launch something even more exciting than the launch that you can promo and do and blow up big is you get to do the next thing. And this is what Chad Higgins is so good at reminding you about because this is the thing that we never do. And if, especially if you're building and you're living in the incremental phase that feels like a churn, you never do this. So Chad, give us the gift of the last important piece of building. We celebrate. We absolutely celebrate. Party. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because once, once we've built it, once we've launched it, it's important that we celebrate. And I think... When we begin to celebrate with our leaders, with our students, and, and this would be my encouragement to you, even if you launch something and it feels like it falls flat on its face, right? If we walk through the building phase correctly, right? We cast vision. We got other people on board during that vision casting. They walked with us through the work process, right? People were painting walls with this, right? They were it was the team effort. Yeah, people yeah. were showing up, working together. There was a work day. There were other like there were adults that don't even volunteer on Sunday helping yeah. out. Then then we celebrate that, right? We understand, hey, what happened? Where where do we go from here? Part of the celebration process too, I think, allows us to reflect. And the reflection part is where we will walk into our very next phase here um, as we begin to talk about how do we develop it further, right? And so um, don't miss the opportunity to celebrate with your team, to celebrate with your students what's happening in your student ministry and this great, cool journey that God has you on. So there it is. Phase two, what does it mean to build or rebuild or be building in youth ministry? Again, the question is, what will it take to make this in my ministry or my ministry viable? Because once it's viable and we're celebrating the thing that we're doing, we'll begin to evaluate. And for those that evaluate, there's a real good chance that we can start developing the thing that we've built. But for that episode, we'll have to wait until the next one. Phase three, develop. Until then, this has been phase two, build.
down. And I'm going to show you.